Good morning, everyone. It's Dr. P, and welcome to another episode of the Daily Inspirational Podcast. Hey, guys. On August 22nd, I had a very special guest with me. His name was Suraj Patel. I entitled the podcast, The Dream is Still Alive. Suraj is a young man in his mid-20s with an interesting perspective on life, and he shared with us the things that he's learned and the things that he wants to do with his life. At any rate, fortunately, I was able to drag him back to the studio today for another podcast, and today we're going to chat a little bit about communication, how important it is and how it's taken a beating through COVID from wearing masks to you know, the isolation that um, comes with uh, pandemics and shutdowns and what it's done to our psyche and how we've turned a little cray-cray, if you will, uh, as far as using social media as a form of communication that has eventually just become delinquent. Anyway, I hope you enjoy the conversation and uh, Siraj, thanks so much for coming on today. I really appreciate you, brother. All right. So without further ado, here's our conversation. All right, so I got Siraj back here again. Thanks again for everybody for tuning in. I appreciate you guys listening. And uh, let me tell you something. After I looked at some of the statistics uh, on my podcast to uh, the podcast that I did with Siraj, it was off the hook. So people really liked having you, brother. Thank you, guys. Thank you. So I was happy to uh, ask you to come back on today. And I thought we could uh, hang out and just shoot some crap. Thank you, Dr. P. I appreciate it. What have you been up to? Nothing. Grinding, saying to myself, you know, pop out every now and then. That's it. Doing what you got to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How's work going for you? Good. Yeah. Staying busy. Now, I've seen you on social media, giving out your positive vibes, and uh, that's resonating quite a bit now. Yeah, it's it's picking up. Yeah. Good I, for you. Yeah. Got like 13, 15 people who like really come to me to, when they need help and stuff. Good feeling though, right? Yeah, that's yeah. great. It's nice to help people out. Yeah, it is. There's been a difficult time before we even turned the mics on. You and I were just talking a little bit about... You know, the importance of how to communicate, stick together during, not during this. I hate that sound. You know, people say, during these difficult times, what is this, another freaking Amazon commercial or something? It's like, I hate that. Yeah. Life is always difficult. Name a time when it wasn't difficult in in, in history. Never. It's always difficult. It's always difficult. There's always a plague. There's always something that's going to screw us up. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's great. Yep. It's actually what we need. It's what we need. Pressure creates diamonds. So I wanted to ask you, because you and I were talking about it, talking about communication and, and what we're seeing. And, you know, you and I are in different uh, age brackets, obviously. Mm-hmm. We're in a different decades of our lives. and But your your peer group is probably the most susceptible to the mental damage that's coming from everything mm-hmm. that's going on right now. What are some of those things that you've noticed in your peer groups and uh, you've been able to help them with? Um, there's a lot going on, you know. Um, people are mentally going through it because they sit on social media all day you know um without making the change like uh without picking up a book or something or just all that and with the pandemic like we said we don't want to talk about going through right now but the pandemic's creating a lot of issues you know in relationships uh failing to communicate uh resorting to other outlets because there's so many temptations uh yeah we just we're different we're the first generation to go through it you know especially with like the online dating like Bumble and Tinder and stuff. Yeah, you don't even have a precedent. You can't look back at anything and say, "Yeah, well, in 1970, this is the way they did it." <laughs> no, I can't keep up with the technology to begin with. You know, when I I look at, I'm a techie guy. Yeah, but you know, my kids will say, "Hey, Dad, do this." I'm like, "Huh?" 
Yeah. Who does that? I mean, if it comes out and it's released, it's already, it ain't beta. It's already Mm -hmm. obsolete for crying out loud. They're working on the next greatest thing. Mm -hmm. I can't keep up with half of the stuff. So I, I, I wonder how kids today are just so very much focused on the social media and the mm-hmm. technology, it just makes sense that they that they don't develop the skills of yeah. human communication. Are you finding that? Yeah, the ba- least, uh, sorry, the basic uh, communication, you know? Yeah. Just talking, saying how you feel and stuff, or what's on your mind even. I think um, even they fail to communicate with themselves. Cause that's big. Once you tell yourself yeah. that you're going through something or that you're feeling some type of way, that's only when you can go to somebody else and say, I'm feeling this type of way. Right. It's hard to go to somebody else today. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, the media that we're using is text for Mm -hmm. most of the world, right? Mm -hmm. So now you're you're struggling. Mm -hmm. You text a friend. It's kind of nice to be able to do that. But at the same time, it's really just, as I like to say, binary code. X's Mm -hmm. and O's traveling through, you know, time and space. But it's not the real thing. No, there's no tone, no feeling, passion, nothing. You can't tell anything. There's no syntax. Yeah. You can't feel their heartbeat. You can't smell their, you know, well, maybe that's a good thing. (laughs) (laughs) But the whole idea, it's like, you know, if you want to, if you want to be with somebody, you want to hold them in your arms and sniff them and kiss them and love them. Everything. Yummy. You know, I just, you don't have that. What do you have? Nothing. I mean, we just have fuck buddies. Right? (laughs) It's like we lie to each other saying that. Then we have Tinder. Yeah, we have Tinder. (laughs) Well, you have Tinder. I have no idea. I don't even know how to spell the damn thing. (laughs) Honey, I promise you, Tinder is not on my phone. But yeah, I mean, that's why I said, like, in my generation, I don't understand what you young people have today. I just, I really kind of learned about what Tinder was just Mm -hmm. about less than a year ago. And I'm like, seriously? That's what. That's what that is? It's yeah. like a hookup site? It's like, crazy. <laughs> I'm like, And wow. the problem is that it was meant for hookups, but people are looking for relationships on there. They're like rushing to relationships. And yeah. half of the generation or half of the like people I come across, everybody's like damaged. I'm damaged sometimes too. Sure. But we're all healing. But people don't take time for themselves, getting to know themselves, spending time, yeah. you know. To heal. To heal. That's yeah. It's a process. Yeah, of course. And it's just when the Tinder and the Bumble's around, it's like, oh, this person's done. Let me start swiping, looking for right. the next best thing. And then you're losing time. Oh, God. <clears throat> time. Spending so much time, time wasted on something else. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you, you are right. You, like, healing and growth are really, uh, they're parallel with each other. 100%. While you're healing over something that you're going through, you're getting to some place you want to be. Growth is yeah. exponentially important in life. If mm-hmm. you're not growing... You know, obviously you're going in the wrong direction. I don't really don't think you can stay static. Mm-mm, at any age. Yeah. It doesn't work that no. way. Life isn't about that. It always, the old axiom of what goes up must come down. Mm-hmm. Well, if it goes up, how long does it stay at the pinnacle? Mm-hmm. Well, less than a microsecond. Then it comes back. So if you think you can just stay in a relationship, for instance, let's say you have a, an intimate relationship with somebody you care about, but you're not working on communication. When I say working on it, you better be thinking when you wake up today, what can I do today to make this person know how much I care about them and to draw upon them how special that I feel they are? You know, whether they are or aren't special, people can argue that. I think you're special. I want you to know that today. Mm -hmm. That's wonderful. That's That's a growth in communication. Without that, you're sure to go in the other direction. Everything is set against you. Mm -hmm. You talk about Trump derangement syndrome for crying out loud. This is like, uh, 
social media derangement syndrome. Once you start logging on and get addicted <laughs> to it, you're never going to understand what the real truth of somebody is. No. Right? If I put a picture today, right, of myself, not not that I'm dating because I'm happily married, but if I were to date, what would I be posting? Some picture when I was 28 and buff? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, you look good now. You can just post one of yourself. Yeah, maybe. But, you know, you think about it and you go, okay, so somebody who's interested in me is going to go, wait. I thought you were 28 and buff. Yeah, yeah. You're 56. <laughs> you come across that often on the apps. Right? Yeah. Like, you just might not be representing yourself the way you should. Yeah. But I could have an online relationship for five years and never get to know anybody because mm-hmm. you're not in person. It, and it happens. It really does happen. Yeah. And then like, even when people are in relationships, they'll branch out in other places, you know, because again, people don't want to say how they're feeling at home or between each other and they'll go to a companion at work or just anything, you know, because it's easier to text yeah. You know, what I also find it's easy to do is like sometimes dredging up emotions and having to deal with them with the people who have helped to formulate those emotional feelings, meaning that a wife or a husband or a boyfriend, a girlfriend or whatever, mm-hmm. it, you know, sometimes you're not going to you're not going to expose yourself and your true feelings to them in fear of being hurt yep. and being judged. But it's a lot easier to go sit next to somebody on a bus if, you know, if you were on a bus. Uh, listen to me, I sound like, like Joe Biden. You've turned on the record player. <laughs> Go sit on a bus, right? What an idiot. <clears throat> I am. Uh, or, or, you know, you just you figure out what you want to say to somebody and you, you're saying it now to a complete and utter stranger. Mm-hmm. Then you walk away thinking, why can't I just say that to the person that I love? Yeah. Because it's easier to text somebody, so to speak. There comes to social media, right? Mm-hmm. I can only imagine that like on a Facebook, which I... I, I just, I don't like Facebook. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. But so you go on to Facebook because I see all the delinquency that comes from it. No. You're struggling a little bit. Mm-hmm. You and your, your significant person aren't communicating well. And then you go on to Facebook just to see what other people are up to today. And then yep. go, hey, stud, what's up? That's it. And you're like, whoa. Then you have somebody to talk to. There it is. Yeah. And that's all it is. And there's the hook. Mm-hmm. And you don't know that person. Nope. So in the end, it usually turns into something awful. Mm-hmm. Then you got to go back where? To the original source, to the person that you really care about. And mm-hmm. go, <clears throat> um, yep. Yeah. Uh, I need to get my life straight again. Yeah. Why don't you just do it that way in the first place? We're just too afraid. Mm-hmm. Everybody's too afraid. Everybody's too afraid, yeah. I'm not sure why. Um I'm I'm better speaking the truth than you know hiding stuff, yeah. especially at the age and mindset I'm at now. Yeah. I don't want to waste any time, um, you know, sugarcoating and anything. Do you think you become increasingly aware, more even more every few months of when you look back that you're just seeing things that you didn't see before? For sure, that's like I said, growth. You know, yeah, <clears throat> definitely self aware. It's never easy either. No, it's yeah. not. And you know what I find out is that we're total buttholes. Yeah. Every one of us. Yeah, we are. And inclu- we're animals. I mean, including you and I, right? Yeah. We're just dumbasses. Yeah. But the, you know, whoever created us or whatever created us, you know, that's somebody else's, that's a, that's a podcast for another day. Yeah. <clears throat> but whatever did create us, it left us with this incredible frontal lobe, mm-hmm. which is how we do things like build furniture create homes put you know people on the moon we learn to use this incredible piece of of uh of the universe if i can call it something absolutely gorgeous the frontal portion of the human brain but at the same time it can be your worst enemy yeah really you know you start thinking i'll tell you you people at home Tell me you're not thinking crazy thoughts sometimes and you find yourself just going what then you add a little alcohol and you get a little quick quick <laughs> and your friends go oh god what's up with them 
And now it turns into a fight, a physical problem. And now you've got scars that take Mm -hmm. longer to heal. Why don't we just learn to communicate? I'm not sure. I'm really not sure. And it needs to be focused on, you know, because that's a pandemic in itself. Oh, without a doubt. Uh, I still think America's suffering from stupidity. mm -hmm. You know, I, I... that's just because of my frustration that I call it stupidity. I Probably a better term is ignorance. Mm-hmm. And being ignorant doesn't mean you're not smart by any means. It just means you're not well informed. Mm-hmm. You don't really know the truth. Mm-hmm. So how do you know the truth? Well, you told me earlier. You got to look inside to find the truth, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You look inside there and you go, You see. Oh. And how many times in your past have you already taken a look inside and said, Ugh. <laughs> I need to just close that book right now yeah. so I don't look too deep. Couple. Yeah. Co- right? Definitely. Yeah. And there'll be more, right? Oh, yeah. 100%. <clears throat> I suspect that you're going to be a podcaster in the future because it's all written all over you. Thank you. And you're going to screw it up a bunch of times. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I will. It's happening soon. You know, But what is screwing it up? What does it even mean? That only means you're trying or something. That's right. Because people that don't try, they won't screw up. They'll just play it safe on that little cloud or something like I'm floating, you know? Yeah. That's not you, though. No, definitely no. not. Safe and you don't go together. No. No. That's why I'm here. Right? <laughs> just go for it. Yeah, just go for Some it. Some days you're like, I don't know. You know? And yeah. Every time I sit in these in this chair and whoever's, you know, I've been fortunate to have here, I have a conversation with, I never really realize how unsettling it can be for them to just, I just think like, hey, come on over, Siraj, we'll have a chat. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, man. Hey, what's going on, man? It's chill. You know, if I had the kid, well, I don't have the cameras on today. Right? I should have brought out a couple of six pack of uh, buds. And, you know, <laughs> Throw them down. That would be a serious podcast. Yeah. Huh? yeah. But, you know, you get to do whatever you want with somebody. And I sit down, I chat with them. Then I realize that they were unsettled. Mm-hmm. They're not used to doing this. And mm-hmm. then I look back and I go, when I was your age, I did the same thing you're doing. I just went take, for it. Just take a chance. Yeah. You know, what do you get to lose? Yep. You know, it's like, have you ever been to a party and people are talking about you or you're, or you're in a circle and we're talking about somebody else? Yep. So someone's always talking about you. Exactly. That's the butthole thing I was saying earlier. Yeah. They're talking about you. Yeah. So what are people really worried about? I don't know. They're worried about people talking about them. Yeah. They're doing it anyway. Yeah, exactly. Or just Good go or for bad. It. Yeah, exactly. Just go for it. Right. Give them something to talk about. I was looking at this. Uh, there's uh, two sisters that I really like. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're Australian girls and they're on Instagram. And I follow them along and I listen to their their lives and their stories. And one today was really interesting. It was kind of funny because you and I were going to have this conversation. And I said, <clears throat> the woman said, I'm struggling and I'm having a very struggling week. I'm uninspired and I think I'm just worried too much about what people think. And I compare my life to everybody else's life. Then I realize that my life is nothing like theirs. And I wonder, you know, what will my life become? Mm. And I'm like, you're a supermodel walking the runways of the world. And this is what she's thinking. Yeah. It doesn't really matter what your status is in the world, right? It's internal. It really is. Yeah, I know. You gotta, you gotta have a look inside and go. Why do I care about what someone else is doing? I don't mean to belittle what someone else is doing, mm-hmm. right? But you look at somebody who's making their life seem to like go in the right in any direction. Mm-hmm. If they're in the driver's seat, well, then go off road once in a while. Who cares? Oh yeah, I went off road my AMG Mercedes. Probably mm-hmm. not a good idea, but I did it anyway. Yeah, right. <laughs> Got me there. Right. Yeah, I blew out a couple of ball joints. <laughs> it cost me twenty thousand to fix it because it was an AMG Mercedes. <laughs> It's like, maybe I shouldn't do that. <laughs> you name one person that ever got anywhere who didn't get smacked a hundred times over. Yeah. I was like, come on. Got to eat it and keep going. Right? You yeah. have to eat it and yeah. keep going. Yeah. It's just, it, it's crazy. Oh. But, you know, we talked about communication. I'm like, 
Are you finding that a lot of your friends that are calling you have a common theme in their communication laws? Are they caught up in social media or are they just undereducated about how to communicate? Um, Some of them. Not too many, but like uh, I like to keep it raw. You know, the people I associate with myself, they know I'm really raw. So like um, they probably won't lack that communication because they know they can be open with me too. Right. Um, but some of the people I come across, definitely social media is a big thing. Like, you know, we, we talked on our last podcast together that um, that's the likes and people want to depict this image in society, you know, make them look like they're doing good and stuff. Right. But when you really sometimes like you really see open the back door and there's a lot of stuff lacking because of communication. Yeah. You know, people making crazy decisions and they're not even happy. And we're afraid of what people are going to think. Yeah. It seems to be one of the big things. That's a big thing. Yeah. Living up to somebody's um, a potential, or not potential, but opinions, you know? Yeah. And Their expectations. Expectations. Yeah. That's what the word is. I'm sorry. You know, when I was a kid, mm-hmm. um, 1970s, mm-hmm. right? We didn't have what, what the world has today. So I didn't know what a guy in Indiana was thinking. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what artist was now has an opinion, you know? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that I was a piece of crap. <laughs> Nobody told me any of this stuff, right? Yeah. Now I know I'm a butthole, yeah, <laughs> but right. I didn't know that. And I'm like, well, I didn't know any of this. Now I look at, at your generation and maybe the one ahead of you and the one behind you as well. Man, you guys are getting slam-basted by, yeah. you know, what is the expectation that you should meet? Yeah, it's it, the, sorry, I mean to cut you off. No, go but ahead. It's the, it's the go to school, get married, have kids, um, get a house, you know, but right. in our, our dynamics have changed, you know, our, we don't live in the same society. It's not easy to find a job right away. People are struggling, right. uh, but you got to keep trying and stuff. And, you know, you know, a lot of people are going to get absorbed by this. They're not going to, they're not going to crest and become no. something. No, a lot of people. Yeah. Mental health is, 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 is a very, obviously it's the most important thing we have is our true mental uh, capacity to feel peace and joy. Mm-hmm. Uh, holy crud! How do you feel peace and joy today if you've never understood where it even comes from? <laughs> exactly right. Like the generation that like under me, you know, your kids. Yeah. Like their peace and joy. What is that like? Before everybody wakes up on Instagram, right? You know. Yeah, I'm like, no, that that's not the, that's not the thing. No, you know, the thing, as Joe would say, the thing. You know, the thing. <laughs> the thing is, is to go out and sit in. Like I was out the other day. And, um, you know, there were some squirrels and stuff out back. I was just sitting yep. there cleaning up and I was just watching them. And I kept thinking, wow, they don't give a crap about COVID. And they certainly don't care about anything other than just being a, a squirrel. Mm-hmm. So I watched it. I listened to this guy on, um, I, I think I sent a, a little clip to you from Dean Schneider. Yeah, you did. The guy on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And if you guys are at home and listening to this, Dean Schneider uh, on Instagram. Um, he's a caretaker for these animals in Southern Africa and he's part of a, uh, of a pride of lions. Oh my God. I, I'm in tears every time I watch him relate with the lions. Mm-hmm. The lions are regal and they're strong and they're full of respect, yet they know there are specific lanes that each lion need to be in. Mm-hmm. And you don't get to change the lane until the lane is vacant from the one in front of you and that it's a natural evolution, a mm-hmm. cyclical evolution of the lions beat each other up, then they love each other, mm-hmm. then they reproduce and they do it for millennia. Yep. And humans smile at you and stick the knife in your back when yeah, you walk away. Exactly. It's like, what? Now that may not physically truly happen, but that's what social media is, right? Yeah. 
It's like I, I, I wake up today and I'm anxious as hell be- yeah. because I didn't say the right thing on social media. Oh, Mary's got a better life than I do. And I'm like, what? I see in my practice, people come in all the time, right? And I'm looking at them and I'm like, what is wrong with, these, with this particular condition? Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't fit just the simple biology of what I'm looking at. So it has to have a psychological undertone. Then I actually talk to them and I'm like, what, what, are, you, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, well, you know, I... I'm struggling with anxiety. I'm like, no kidding. What are you anxious about? I go, I, 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 I don't know. I'm guilty. Mm-hmm. What are you guilty for? I tell the whole world how great my life is on Facebook, mm-hmm. but I'm so embarrassed that it's not like that. Yeah. I'm like, so let me get this straight. You portrayed yourself in a certain way because you felt as though you had to, because that was what is expected of you. So okay. where is the truth? Lost. 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 Isn't the truth that we're all buttholes? Yeah, We're it is. all flawed? Yep, we're all flawed. That's the truth right there, 100%. Yeah, we're all flawed. But here's the beauty of it, Suraj, is that the flaw is likely what most people will be able to connect truly with. Uh-huh. Because when they see you pull up in, let's say you've got your nice vehicle and your nice suit and mm-hmm. your great way of talking and your good looks, they think that you have no problem. <laughs> those are the people that have the most problems exactly but they still move forward they still keep going forward yeah. right and eventually at some point you realize I was saying to this young girl she's a, a singer so she wanted to try out for American Idol nice I said oh good for you go for it oh I don't want to go for it why not well what if I don't make it I go what if you do she goes what oh, you told me what if I don't make it I go what if you do mm-hmm. she goes oh I won't I said of course you won't she goes wait what Wow. You're not going to make it because you just said you wouldn't. Yeah. Why don't you just say, I'll go for it? Yeah, exactly. I go, what if you go for it and you don't make it? She goes, well, well, I would have learned something. And there you go. I go, you're 17 years old. Now you're starting to figure it out. Mm-hmm. She said, go for it. Who cares? Yeah. I mean, Carrie Underwood went for it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she made it. Mm-hmm. And she was scared too. And she, but she had the talent. Yep. And she put in the time and the energy. And isn't that important? Very. I mean, how much time and energy have you put in in your transformation already? Oh, years. Right? Yeah. And where's it going? I'm still getting started, but it's great. Yeah. Oh, it's great. You know, you're, we're in different places again. Yep. So you hope, I shouldn't say hope, you'll work for it and you'll want to be the best you can be in every day of your life. Mm -hmm. And today is good enough, isn't it? Yeah. Today is also I'm focused on. Yeah. And if you can make sure that every day is great, that this is my day, Mm -hmm. you know, carpe diem, as they say, seize Mm -hmm. the day. Why not? And people say, well, well, you're using all these statements from the, who cares? Yeah. Think about all the motivational speakers of the world, right? Which one of them has their own very specific one thing that they know that no one else knows? None of them. Yeah, none of them. They all preach the same thing. Right. And you're the you're right now doing the same thing I'm doing. You're mm-hmm. helping people and you're learning more about yourself yep. and helping them. And guess what? You're going to use a lot of the same words and stories that somebody taught me that I'm teaching you. Yeah, I do. But aren't you going to be doing it from your own personal experiences? Mm-hmm. That's the key. That's really what makes it that important. So mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, I, I, when I look at you personally, I go, you told me the last time that your life was a little off the rails a little bit and you had mm-hmm. to kind of reel yourself back in and get a good idea of who am I and mm-hmm. where do I want to go unless I take a wrong turn and go down a dark alley and never come back. Mm-hmm. And people are doing that like crazy right now. Because mm-hmm, of COVID forced them to. It, you know, right? Yeah. You know, when this really hit, it was an interesting thing that I thought of. I'm like, I've been thinking about it for a long time because <clears throat> I'm trying to help people to see themselves 
in a way that will help them to feel peace, joy, and happiness with what they already have. Mm -hmm. And And I kept warning a lot of the life coach patients or clients that I work with and my own patients. I'm like, it's time now to really look inside and stop worrying about social media because mm-hmm. when crap hits the fan, man, are you going to be equipped? It didn't crap hit the fan. Mm-hmm. And I was so upset that when the shit hit the fan, that the people that came on to help you were the same buttholes that were drawing you down weeks before. And mm-hmm. they used marketing and bullshit to try to pull you back in. 100%. Good morning, America, mm-hmm. you know, during these difficult times. Hey, go <laughs> suck an egg, mm-hmm. you son of a bitch. That pissed me off. I, I was like, you haven't done a thing to help people out. No. And now you you tell us that you're helping us. You're not helping. No. You're pandering and trying to get us to spend more of our freaking money mm-hmm. on your crappy response. Mm-hmm. And people, wake up. And start taking control of your life. If one thing that COVID should teach you is that you're in control of nothing. Mm-hmm. And right now, the virus has spanked us. And now peop- these leeches have jumped on mm-hmm. in a way to try to consistently control the shit out of our mind. As if we weren't scared enough that we might die from a disease. Mm-hmm. Now we're literally dying from those that tell us that we can and we can't. And no. that, is that what you want to hear? Fuck that. And that's what I'm no. saying. No way. That is garbage. I'm sure they'll still say it, but we still keep going, you know? That's right. If you keep moving. You have to move. Yeah. That has to be the message. You have to go. Imagine if this is your first attempt at trying to figure out who you are and to gain control oh, of shit. your life. When somebody has put a bag around your neck and that they've tied it up really tight so you can't breathe and they say, you will shut your mouth, Mm -hmm. wear your mask and you're not going out of the house till we tell you. And if you pass the checkpoint in New Mm -hmm. York City, $10,000 fine. And if you're in Chicago, I'm going to lock your ass up and send you to jail. Crazy. Really? That's a great way to communicate, Siraj, as we talked about. Communication is very simple. Like the woman, Christy Nome, the governor of South Dakota. Mm -hmm. She says, no, I didn't yell at our people. I simply ask them with no mandates, would you please wear a mask and socially distance just so that we can all get through this together? I'm just please asking you. And what, how well did they follow through? Tremendously. Mm-hmm. Then they came along and they said, you will, you look at this stuff on the television, you will shut up or we will bust your ass. Crazy. If you stand on the wet sand, <laughs> it's okay. But if you're on the dry sand, it's a $300 fine and you're going to jail. Crazy. Why am I going to jail? Did I do something to create a virus? Mm-hmm. Like, what the hell's going on? Control is out of control. It is. And I don't think we should do anything violent and try to, you know, get it back. I think what we should do, each one of us, is what you said to me. Look inside. Mm-hmm. And just be the best you can be. Yeah. And don't let them control you. Exactly. And if you have to do certain things or you choose to do certain things just to get past this, I'm still okay with that as long as you maintain your control, right? Exactly. Yeah. What have you done to maintain yours? You working out? Uh, working out, a lot of alone time, yeah. reading. Probably powered through like 10 books uh, since like uh, May. Have you really? Yeah. Wow. I go off. Um, I like uh, like the nature, you know? We were talking earlier about yeah. the squirrels. Yeah. Um, I'll go and sit in like by the river and stuff. Just find like a little uh, time to break away from everything because I'm working a lot still, you know, grinding. Yeah. Goals are the same. doesn't matter what's happening externally. So yeah, just inside. So, what are you, 27? 26. You're 26. 
And you, this is this is going to be kind of funny because I got to bust your balls. I'm ready. For this go one, ahead. Right? Go ahead. You're 26 and you're looking at freaking squirrels. What a wuss bag. <laughs> hey, some people actually. No, I know. I'm just teasing you because when you think about 26, right? Yeah. I think about when I was 26. We were out at clubs and we were partying yep. and raising hell. And mm-hmm. the idea of doing yoga or meditation or just going outside to enjoy nature was, I mean, I was doing some of that because yep. I, I learned that throughout my life <clears throat> but when I look at you now at 26 and you've had the capacity to slow down a little bit once in a while because just like a NASCAR right while it's running around the track at 180 <laughs> miles an hour sometimes you need to come in change the tires mm-hmm. and then make sure it's got gasoline so you're equipped for the next you know leg of the race mm-hmm. and this I don't want to say that our lives are a race but they're certainly a journey mm-hmm. and it's going to need support and it's going to need some time for reflection and today more than ever don't you sense that you need even more time for oh, reflection than 100%. ever 100% how do you figure this shit out? In reflection, keep a self journal or something. Talk to yourself. That's the key, you know. Yeah. Are you journaling? Yeah, Good I do. You. I write my goals down when I wake up and stuff, and I, at the end of the day, I journal to myself. So, how would a person start that? How did you start it? What was your gig? All of a sudden, you go, "I'm going to journal." What does that mean? Um, so I started because um, I would write my goals down. You know, successful people always write down what they want, where they're going, and stuff. And then I was like, "Huh, you know, um, so, something big happened in my life." And so I said, I really have to journal, you know, um, it's like almost like therapy. You're talking to yourself. It's like you're going to talk to somebody, you know? Yeah. Some people feel more comfortable just going to talk to a therapist, which is fine. Yep. But do something. Whatever you got to do to get Do there. it. Because that's the only way we'll get you through. Right. Yeah. Good for you. It's nice that you Thank can you. recognize that and do it. Yeah. And it'll evolve over time. You'll add more pieces to that puzzle. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine if there were no humans on the planet though? That'd be <laughs> yeah. weird. I was, talk, I was talking to this guy, right? <clears throat> he was a patient, young kid, 25 years old. Mm-hmm. And he wanted this and he wanted that and he wanted this. And he kept talking about all the material things that he wanted. Yeah. Which was okay because I was at his, that age once. And listen, I'm 55. I still want it all. Yeah. But at the same time, I realized that if I don't have the mental balance that goes with it and the emotional balance, I'm in trouble. So I said to him, I'll tell you what. Here's a little deal. I'm going to make you a deal. And you tell me if you take the deal. He goes, okay. I'm going to put you up in a high rise in New York City. This is before the COVID thing had happened. I said to him, so you get the high rise, 25,000 square foot condo overlooking the Hudson, it's yours. You get a helicopter, you get you know a Bentley, a Bugatti, mm-hmm. or whatever you want. You got more money than you could ever imagine. Your refrigerator is stacked full, there's a full bar. You have everything that you have ever wanted at your beck and call. Mm-hmm. Will you take it? He goes, in a second. I said, but there's one caveat. He goes, okay. There's no other humans on the planet. <laughs> so you have all those things, but you have no one to share it with and no one to talk to about it. Is it worth it? And he just kind of looked at me. I was like, whoa. Uh, oof, I'd like the Bentley. <laughs> I said, but who are you going to race? Who are you going to show it to? Yeah. After a while, it's just four wheels. Mm-hmm. Right? I go, so maybe the things that we're looking for Maybe we've put them on a pedestal that they don't belong on. Mm-hmm. Maybe the most important thing you will ever, ever achieve in your life is just pure peace and happiness from within. Because that's where it comes from anyway, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. When you have your first child, which I hope I'm around to see this. Yeah, you will. Yeah, this will be exciting. Yeah. You'll, you'll be like, you'll be crying like a schoolgirl. I'll be like, oh my God, look at him go, baby. Here it is. You're going to go, this is this is a feeling that I, I, 
I didn't even know I had. Mm -hmm. And then there'll be, it'll happen again and again and again. Look, when you get married someday or when you propose, I'm just going to hope that for you that you propose to somebody. When you propose, it'll be the most incredible day of your life. You'd be like, oh my God. For sure. This is great. Yeah. And then it fills you up with hope and desire to move forward yeah and then what then build a home together that's the thing you know i don't put material things on a pedestal right yeah money is just a tool to help my family live a better life you know you and i know we need it yes exactly but we don't we don't yeah we don't have to dwell on it no right i mean we're i think that you're i looking at you now and knowing you you're gonna make whatever you want you just say it Mm -hmm. and it'll happen because you're, you're going to work towards it. That's what the journaling is, I assume, right? Yeah. Manifestation, manifestation is everything. Right. So if you can go, if you're helping others to think about it in the same realm, mm-hmm. same realm, if one person does it and you save one person's life, that might be the person that saves your child who's an EMT. That person might be an EMT that saves your child on mm-hmm. a playground someday. I've done three so far. Three, I saved three lives so far, which is crazy. Yeah. Wow. It's crazy. I'm 26 and I'm like, people say like, you really helped me. And I was like on the on the brink of like, Killing taking myself, myself yeah, and I'm yeah. like, damn, like that's you know, that's when it's real. I'm a caregiver. I don't know if we talked about this, yeah, right now. You know, my job is I do that until I get my career and stuff. Um, so yeah, that's my purpose. You know, yeah. I'll do it at a bigger scale. And how does it feel every time you think help about somebody? Oh God, it feels crazy. Yeah, I don't. I don't, uh, I don't care about the likes for that reason, you know? Yeah. Because once you like, life is everything, human life. And it's that peace and joy inside that I have. Well, people are attracted to that energy anyway. So if you have it, then yeah. gonna, whether it's likes and blah, blah, blah. Likes just show up when, you, when you're giving the truth. Yeah, exactly. With transparency. Mm-hmm. And you're like, this is what I am. Mm-hmm. Like some days I'm crass and I'm opinionated, but other days I'm caring and watch is who I am. Because guess what I am? I'm a butthole. Yep. <laughs> like everybody else. Butthole, yep. But a pretty butthole. Mm-hmm. A beautiful one. Yeah. I can figure it out. Yep. I'll find a way to get where I want to be at some point. But am I there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I realize that I've been where I've needed to be the day I left this house. And mm-hmm. I went out on my own. My parents equipped me with the right skills to 100%. be able to achieve. Mm-hmm. And that's my. that brings me pain to see so many young people. Whether, some can't even leave their home because the system either isn't set up for it or they're not set up for it. I'm like, goodness gracious, who is going to lead our country in the future? We don't know. We don't know, but it has to be people of sound mind, right? Yeah. And joy and happiness. I, I, I interviewed these these young girls recently. There was a, <clears throat> I got a call uh, from a, a former life coach client. <clears throat> and um, one of her friends had gone through a very difficult time and wanted to, to kill herself. Mm-hmm. She didn't do it. Uh, went to a mental ho- uh, to a hospital and went to some psychiatric evaluation and mm-hmm. they said to her, "Listen, you're cleared to go home now, and <clears throat> want to get you to somebody to talk to, which was appropriate management. Mm-hmm. But they weren't going to be around for two to three weeks. You know, the appointment to go talk to somebody. The systems are slow. There's a lot of people dealing yep. with COVID. So they called me and said, "Could you help? Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Sure. I was there in a second. Yeah. And you know, I had my own cross to bear. That was going on in me, and I was like, ooh. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, so what? I mean... You still did it. You got to go, because, listen, I don't have to do anything specifically for my own preservation at the moment. What I need to do is what makes me survive. And to be honest with you, that's the best medicine you'll ever have, is mm-hmm. to go help another person. Oh, God, yeah. It was three hours we sat and we talked. Wow. The three of us, three girls, and myself. Wow. One of the girls who had been struggling. And I just 
asking the girls questions about the simplest things and they really don't have the answers. Mm. They're worried about what people think. That's what it boils down to. Yeah. And social media and stuff has created that. Yeah. It's crazy. You know, haven't you found that in one minute on social media, you're a rock star. <laughs> and if you fart in the wind to the left and somebody smells it, you're a goat. Yep. Now you're done. Mm-hmm. And it only takes that much time for social media to put up a wall against you yep. and that you get enveloped by it instead of going, whatever. Yeah. Go bu-. I mean, look at Ice Cube today or Ice T or the hell yeah. know who he is. He's taking a hammering from, you know, all the people out there because of the stance that he's taking yep. in the world. And I'm like, he's like, whatever. Yeah. Give a damn. I'm only here for like five seconds and we're all dead. Yeah, exactly. Do you ever hear of a guy named Carl Sagan? No, I haven't. Carl Sagan was an astrophysicist, one of the best ever. He was really instrumental in the 70s and the 80s. He has an amazing voice. Yeah. He did this uh, video called The Pale the pale Blue Dot. <laughs> it's just a finite moment in time. And when you hear Carl Sagan talk, his voice will pull you in. It's just like, oh, I love it. it. It's great. It's like a three minute, and I'm saying it for people at home too. Look this up, The Pale Blue Dot. What it was was, it was a like a satellite, um, not a satellite, uh, one of the Voyager mm-hmm. missions. Yep. It was already out at Saturn, so you could see the Saturn rings. But then the Voyager turned, and when it turned, there was a light beam coming from the sun mm-hmm. that came across through the through the visual field. But what was in the light beam was Earth, <laughs> bazillion miles away. Mm-hmm. So he begins to talk about the pale blue dot which is the earth from a bazillion miles away from this uh voyager uh that's looking back at us from saturn Mm -hmm. then he tells the story about earth that it's filled with every person who's ever loved who's ever hated who's ever persecuted who's ever murdered Mm -hmm. whoever created where a man fights over earth and dirt that he doesn't own that he will never take that he will never master. And then he goes on and he keeps telling you the story and it's like, wow. And he goes all on the pale blue dot. Wow. I was like, holy crap, yeah. man. You watch this yeah. and you'll be like, and you know, and this this video things that go, it's only three minutes long. Oh yeah, draw it, draw, yeah. draws you in. It just draws you in. Yeah. And it goes along with what you and I have been talking about and yep. how important it is that you don't own anything. No. So all of a sudden we're, we're murdering and killing each other <laughs> in wars. Oh, over what? Over what? You look at the like the Gaza Strip between Palestine and oh, Israel. Yeah, They're yeah. fighting over the same piece of dirt for how many years? It's just in crazy. red. Yeah, it's crazy. It's almost like the hyenas and the and the lions. They just mm-hmm. freaking hate each other and they always will. Yeah. So what are you doing? Humans should be able to overcome this. Seriously, communication goes back to it. Doesn't it? Yeah. It really does come down to communication. Who is your biggest influence in your communication style in your lifetime? Your parents? Uh, yeah, my dad taught me how to communicate a lot. Also, my uncle. He's really? a he's a very straightforward guy. Is that your dad's dad? Your dad's brother or your mom's brother? So, my dad's sister's husband. Okay. He helped raise me a lot, too. You know, I was always at his house. And he's very, communi- you know, he focuses on that. Like, he's very forward and stuff. Yeah. Communicates with everything. And, you know, I struggled when I was younger. So, growing up, seeing him and seeing him and my dad, um, those two taught me a lot. How yeah. they how they communicate with they, each other as well, I assume. Oh, too. yeah, they're very close. They're yeah. very close, yeah. Isn't it amazing how much you learn just by being a little fly on the wall when you're a kid? <laughs> you just watching lot. what the parents do, how yeah. they react, what yeah, they're saying. Yeah, exactly. You know? And I didn't, back then, I didn't like care for it. I was like, oh, yeah, 
just fill my ear up with garbage. Let me get back to what I'm doing. Right. But it was sticking in there. It was sticking. Yeah. Yeah. It just took a, a little more maturity. And for the, because the brain is obviously, it, by the way, congratulations, you are now a complete adult from a neurological perspective. Wow. It takes 25 years for the brain to develop Crazy. The, the right perspective. Now, you can develop a perspective at 21, 22 that is still pretty strong, but mm-hmm. the synaptic connections in the brain, how it all connects together, mm-hmm. it doesn't finish its full function to hit 25. And the beauty uh-huh. of it, it is still completely amenable mm-hmm. for the rest of your life. But when you were 18 and the crap that you were doing, it's totally different after 25. You look back and go, why was I doing that? <laughs> because you were 18. Yep. You have to, parents have to expect that children, our kids, not yep. children, but our kids will do screwy stuff until they get to an age where their brain is really seeing it from a completely different perspective. And what happens for all of us in communication is we do stuff and then when we're young, we don't care about anybody else because we're a self-centered individual because we start out self-centered. Mm-hmm. Name me one five or four-year-old child that's not self-centered. It's my toy, it's my birthday, it's my gift, it's my ice cream, mm-hmm. me, 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 me. Mm-hmm. And then at some point, it's be like, well, would you like some of what's mine? They don't <laughs> want to do it, but parents told them they should. Yeah. And then when it's 25, 26, like yourself, you want to give to people. I do, yeah, everything, my energy and stuff. Yeah. That's why I post all that stuff, you know, and you always send me stuff too, yeah. uh, the lion stuff, you know? Yeah, it's exciting. Energy. And you now when you when you communicate at, at 26, you're only going to get better and better and better and better and better because you want to be. Mm-hmm. You want to be that person that's going to influence others and help them. And you are. Yeah. You know, so it's like crazy. there are people that are older and more experienced than myself that look at me and go, hey, he's doing a good job. Mm-hmm. Then there are people like me looking back at the at the the next torch to be passed to you. And I go, hey, he's doing pretty damn good. Let me tell you something about yourself that you already know, but I'm going to tell you anyway. At 26 years old, to be in tune with yourself, to work on your communication skills, leaves you in a um, in your own little world because oh. nobody else is going to be good at this. You will become the master of communication because what you're working with is so delinquent, mm-hmm. so damaged by COVID, so damaged by their parents who are damaged by COVID, mm-hmm. that the world is going to need more than ever people like us just to share stories with them and give them messages of hope and teach them some skills about what you said earlier about um, uh, doing some um, journaling. Yeah, And writing down your thoughts, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, and then you have to add your physical body. Obviously, you've been working out, taking care of yourself. How many days a week are you training? Six. Six. Now, if you don't make a day training, you don't like shoot yourself, right? No. No. But every day that you train, how do you feel? Great. Yeah. Amazing. Do you find that your mind gets sharper and your ideas come even more quickly and more effectively when you're in better physical conditioning? Yeah, 100%. And anybody out there who's struggling right now, doesn't it make sense for them to get off their tush? Yeah, you know, that's one of the simple things, the gym or just any activity, walk, something. Yeah. You've got to get out there and... And You've got to, because if your health is not good and then it's going to affect your mental, you know, how you look, how you feel. Right. And, and we, then what? So then you go back to, well, people will be looking at me. Spiral. Yeah. Downwards, you know? It just doesn't, this doesn't manifest very well. So in this time, what are the 20 year olds doing in relationship to getting out socially? I mean, where the hell are you going? Can Uh, you go anywhere? Not really. There's so many restrictions. I'll talk to people and stuff and they're like, oh, what are you guys doing? They're like, oh, we can't do anything. So we're just going to 
sit and drink or just go to a bar or something, you know, because that's what it's come to. Right. And for dating, I know people are using LinkedIn to... <laughs> to really? Yeah, people are using LinkedIn. What? Link. I never thought of that. Yeah, my cousin actually, who is a PA, she sent like uh, sent us a screenshot last week of some doctor reaching out to her on LinkedIn. Like, hey, really? Yeah, this straightforward like, answer. Up, man? <laughs> yeah, like, I want to get dinner with you. I was like, wow. Where are you going to have dinner? At curbside somewhere? (laughs) (laughs) We'll order curbside, walk up. Right. Something. Go sit in a car with a mask on and talk? Yeah, that's another thing. You don't know. You know, the masks, people are scared to approach or, you know, I I just say do it. Now, you're talking about communication. If you can't communicate, you can't can't get your ideas across. How are you going to do it with a mask on? I mean, I don't, it doesn't stop me. If I see a pretty girl and, you know, I'm interested in stuff, I'll be like, hey, here's my number. Of course, because you're looking at so many other pieces of her puzzle. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. But listen, how about when you do my job as a doctor and I'm talking to somebody and they're wearing a mask, how can I read their emotional state, which is connected to their whole physiology when I can't see their face? Yeah. I mean, when you have your mom and dad look at you, they look at your face and they know if you're sad or you're happy, if you're up or down or where your energy is. They see it in your face, right? Mm -hmm. We all do that. That's one of the most important parts of human communication mm-hmm. is to simply look at a face. And what is one of the first things that children develop? They know their mom's face yep. and dad's face. Yep. Then they can tell when things are awry by looking at the face. We re- not only removed our distance and made us like the social distancing shit is bullshit. We don't want a social distance. What we want to do is just COVID distance. Yeah. We're calling it the wrong damn thing. I know, right? That social distance is a bad term. I like that. Wow. It's a terrible term. Damn, Dr. V. I like that. Right. Let's stay away from each other. What? No, no, let's not. No. Let's COVID distance. Let's COVID distance. Let's be smart enough. Look at you and I are in a room. We're six feet away from each other, but we can be in the room. No, me, yeah, yeah. Give me a break. Exactly. And we're socially, we're clashing, you know, we're, we're having fun. Yes. And that your face, though, I mean, this has been my bone of contention from the beginning because, you know, in my, my clinical practice when I first started and I was doing everything that I thought was appropriate, washing all the pens, mm-hmm. you know, all the computer screens because I have touch tone for all the patients that come in. All the tables were washed between every, I did all this stuff. Yep. I have, I'm not sick. I'm taking care of myself and one day I wasn't wearing a mask and I got a call from the uh, Department of Public Health fuck. that if I'm not wearing a mask, they're going to take my license to practice away. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I was like, okay, so guess what? Now I'm wearing a mask on top of it. And of course, I don't want to get into all the mask and statistics, but you, know, you can look at it any way you want. So I decided at that point that out of respect for just the people coming in. Mm-hmm. I'll just put it on. So I just did. Do I agree with it? No. Mm-hmm. But do I do it? Yeah. But I'm in control of, of what my thoughts are. Exactly. That's the key. Right. And I didn't want to fight City Hall. No. It was a dumb fight to begin with. Mm-hmm. You know, if they had said, listen, you adjusted after the after five o'clock at night, you can't treat anybody after five, like a lot of the restaurants went through, right? After 10 o'clock, you have to shut Whoa. down. Why? Because the virus wakes up at 10.01. Yeah, come on. Huh? Does make sense? How about this? You got to wear a mask till ten thirty in a city. I was reading the other day. I don't remember which one it was. And then after ten thirty, you could take the mask off. Doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense because it's not about science and the virus. It's about hammering us any way they can. Mm-hmm. And then we're wearing a mask, so we don't know how to communicate. Yep. And now, can you imagine if <laughs> this is going to come off wrong? But I'm going to say it anyway. So you meet this person that you're interested in. Mm-hmm. So you see every part of this person. Then they take that mask off and you go, <laughs> I've oh. had it happen, not to myself, but <laughs> my cousin actually was on a date last week. No. Way. And he said she, he took off her mask. 
And First he was, time he's seen her, he's like, oh, God. He's like, wow, this wasn't what I expected. For whatever yeah, that means. Respectfully, you know? Yeah, respectfully, yeah. of course. I don't mean to belittle it where no. anybody looks, because yeah. I ain't no prize either. No, but, me either. But the fact is, we all have to wear these damn masks, and then you take them yeah, off. Oh, it's crazy. I was at my uh, my new gym here in Hudson at the Fit Factory. And so, hey, what do you know? I just gave you a plug, Fit Factory. I hey. think you guys are great, so I like it. Anyway, so I'm there, and I, there was a, a gentleman working out, not working out, uh, one of the trainers in, his name is Devonte. Mm-hmm. Nice guy. We got chatting a little bit. And then another girl behind there, her name is Victoria. Yeah. And she's a wonderful girl. Yeah. So we're having a nice conversation. We're chatting. And I said, hey, can we just pull our masks down and you show me yours and I'll show you mine? <laughs> it was so funny of a moment. And the girl says, sure. And I pulled it down. She goes, Dr. Pete. Yeah. Holy crap. That's what you look like under there. I'm like, what a peach I am. Huh? She goes, oh, you are kind of cute. I'm like, yay. Yeah. My life's a whole lot better. Yeah. So uh, Devante, holy crud. What a handsome man. Right? Mm-hmm. He's like great physical body and but when he took his mask down I was like wow that was not what I expected <laughs> yeah, it was kind of yeah. like a fun game yeah you throw, it throws you off right it's like we should have a party call I'll show you mine if you show me yours yeah <laughs> pull them down <laughs> real quick pull the mask down yeah. real quick even when I take pictures of the patients in the office I had to put them in there into their file mm-hmm. I'm like you're gonna have to pull your stuff down yeah they look at me like what I'm what? like your mask <laughs> oh, oh okay I want to see what you look like <laughs> yeah. <you're there." clears throat> but with that communication sometimes I'll ask a patient I said listen um, based on what I see today, would it be all right if we just remove the mask for a few mm-hmm. minutes? Because I'd like to, you know, I want to tell you something. Then I get to read them when I'm talking to them. Now, if I've got to tell a patient that they have cancer, which I had to recently, um, don't I want to know what their response is mm-hmm. to be able to help them, to nurture them? So when they're wearing the mask, I, I'm getting a false pretense of really what's going on. I can't see it all. I can see the eyes and the forehead. Mm-hmm. What if I saw the rest? then I'd know how much to push and how much to pull back. And I'd know how to do that. I'd know how to communicate. Yep. Because you and I both know that communication is two ways. It's verbal and then it's physical. Mm-hmm. And the verbal, we can work on that any day we want, right? Learning how to say 100%. it different ways. Yeah. But when you feel like crap, your body language could look aggressive at times. Mm-hmm. I look at the size of your body. You could be an aggressive SOB anytime you wanted, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and people would read that on you. He's pissed 100%. and he's angry. Uh, get out of his way. He's being a dick right now. Yeah, or even if I'm like, annoyed or something, be like, are you okay? And I'm right? Just like, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm chilling. You're trying to be like the younger, easygoing you, but yeah. you're like, I'm going to break your freaking head open if yeah. you look at your <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Your physical body says yeah, everything. Exactly. Don't children pick that up quick? Oh, that's what they look at first. They sure do. Because mm-hmm. between zero and six, a child is downloading data into the, into the limbic system, mm-hmm. and they don't know to you what to do with it but it's there and that's what you did with your your uncle yep. and your pop right mm-hmm. you watched them act and what they said and what they did but you didn't make any sense of it because it didn't matter no nope. but it did matter you just didn't know that it did mm-hmm. it was going inside of your brain and it was downloading because 96 percent of the things that you do just today are completely subconscious activities in the subconscious brain that you've learned, either from your youth or even now, like when you were supposed to be here for this podcast a half an hour ago and you drove <laughs> 15 miles out of the way because you thought you knew where you were going. Oh, God. <laughs> Won't make that mistake and, again. And I didn't communicate. All I had to do was ask. You should have picked up the phone. Exactly. If you had a girlfriend or a wife, she'd say, you stupid ass. Yeah. You should have picked up the phone. The hell are you doing? <laughs> No, I'll figure it out. I'll, yeah. I'll waste a half of a tank of gas and drive around Lake Boone <laughs> trying to find Dr. Pete. He doesn't live over there. Oh, God. <laughs> it was quite funny. Yeah. I get that call. I'm like, where the hell are you? Right. I'm on County Road. <laughs> County Road? Isn't that like eight miles from here? Yeah, it was. Yeah, well, you won't make that mistake again. No, you? 100%. <laughs>
<laughs> so what's new? What's going to come up in the next uh, six months? What's going to happen for you? It's fourth quarter. Is it? Pressure's on, you know? Yeah. 2020, I know people are still moving kind of nervous with COVID, but we're going to keep the pressure going. Uh, the podcast is coming. Yeah. Uh, boy, Josh Rothberg and Zach Wisnowski. Nice. Uh, both from Hudson, so keep an uh, eye out for that. A little and, shout out to the boys. Uh, yeah, a little shout out for the boys. Yeah. A little brand we're starting to develop. What are you going to call it? Do you guys come up with a name yet? No, we haven't. We're, we've come okay. up with some things, um, but... Well, I'm looking forward to it because I grew up with these guys, yeah. uh, but we weren't always too close. But now it's crazy seeing them, you know, like in school all the time. Now we're about to do this, set this journey, you know. Yeah. It's crazy. That's awesome. Yeah, we all got our little brands, so we're trying to push that too online and stuff, you know. So what do you think your format's going to look like on your podcast? Will there be one, two, three? Are you all be on it? Or? Yeah, all three of us are going to be on it. Do you got a fourth mic yet for me? Of course. So I can come on your podcast? You're coming. I told him already. <laughs> <laughs> I've already booked the bastard. Yeah. He's coming on. He's too. coming. Yeah, yeah. I'll well, have a good time. I'll yeah. enjoy that. Second book is coming too. Awesome. My, yeah, my second book is coming. Um, Does that have a name? No, it doesn't. Okay. But I've written it out and I'm just working the art and stuff. Good for you. Because every, you know, every, every piece of work, I want to make it a little better. Yeah, of course. So, you know, that's the yeah. key. But you're I'm not going to stop. You're becoming creative. Yeah, exactly. That's the key. Yeah. Once, as you get a little bit more, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You learn your purpose a little more, and mm-hmm. then everything starts to fly like crazy, doesn't it? Yeah. If I can give you an advice, write everything, scratch everything down onto post its and purpose stuff is it key. everywhere. Yeah, because stuff will, you're gonna, your head's gonna get so filled. Mm-hmm. Um, this is somebody who's had a couple extra years under his belt. There's so much in my head. That there are days when I'm like, my wife will go, you're losing your mind. I'm like, no, I got 50 million thoughts at once, <laughs> where somebody else might have two yep. for the whole day. I'm hungry, and I got to scratch my nuts. Mm-hmm. You know? It's That's it. like, huh? I'm like, nah, my brain's kind of on no. fire all yeah, the time. me too. And I'm writing it down, sh- scratching it down, mm-hmm. always doing something else. And But if I wasn't, I, I don't think I'd be very happy. Mm. No, 100%. Right? You only get so much time in life. What do you want to achieve? I don't know. Well, you better come up with an idea of what you want to achieve. Because if you don't work for it, then you get lazy. Yep. Because what goes up must come down. And if mm-hmm. it goes down, it might just keep going. <laughs> Holy crud. I'm so excited that you're doing a podcast. Thank you. Yeah. And that you're putting all that together. I'm excited. You know, my purpose, like you said, we were just talking about, I f- like at this age, I feel like I found my purpose. But as I grow older, I'll find it even more. Oh, yeah. You know, it's, all, it's a light. Yeah. No matter what you lose or who you lose in life, which you always will, embrace it. Yeah. But as long as you have your purpose, you're going to be guided by the light. Yeah. Just follow it. Just walk in the path. You know, when you talk about, I don't say like losing purpose, but when it gets a little dull, mm. it's really like a knife. Mm-hmm. Like when you're the tip of the sword, right? And you got a really sharp knife. Like let's say that somebody, you like to cook and somebody bought you a knife that's like one of the finest knives in the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're showing everybody, mm-hmm. look at this thing. And then when Thanksgiving comes and you cut your turkey at 0.015 microns because this thing could do it, you're like, you're, you're telling everybody about your damn knife, right? Yep. Because it's sharp. Mm-hmm. That's what made it great. That's your purpose. But then what happens when you use that knife over and over and over and over and over? It tends to lose its edge just a little bit mm-hmm. by just attrition in life itself. So then you realize one day that it doesn't have the sharpness that it once did. It's much like a, a butter knife. Mm-hmm. You take a butter knife and try to cut a nice fillet with it, it's not going to go over so well. Mm-mm. You want that nice, beautiful cut. It's almost like washing your car when it's dirty. And the minute you come out, it drives better. Mm-hmm. What? It doesn't drive better, <laughs> but your perception is mm-hmm. because you washed it. Yeah. So if you sharpen your sword once in a while and you understand that the tools that make you who you are, if you can just sharpen them mm-hmm. and understand and be aware 
that they're getting slightly dull. But it doesn't mean anything's happened to you and you've gone south on your podcast or your business or your book. It just means that it's time to pull into pit row Mm -hmm. and get this bad boy ready to run for the next leg. Exactly. But how many people will fail to do that? Majority. Majority. And you know what you see it almost all the time? Teeth. Teeth? Yeah. Yeah. How many people go every six months and have their teeth evaluated and and cleaned? Not a lot. Mm Mm-mm. But if they did, then they could have beautiful teeth their whole life. But, yep. they, but they don't get to that point. And then the, the dulling teeth become cracked and hammered. And then you're paying. Like, listen, I'm only telling you about my life. Because <laughs> that's what I did. Unless you go too long. I spent $10,000 last year. They look year. great. They look great. I'm fixing my teeth for 10 Gs. Dude, <laughs> 10 Gs could have taken me on a trip to Iceland. Yep. I could have watched the Aurora Borealis yep. and hung out in a mud flat. Yep. You're like, dude, that's what you want to do? My wife says to me, you're incessant about your lawn. I got a beautiful lawn, right? I'm like, I know I love it. And then I realized, I'm I'm a middle-aged guy who gets excitement out of his lawn. (laughs) It's a little thing. (laughs) It's a little thing. You'll find a lot of that in Iceland. Yeah, right? But haven't you already experienced like some of the little things like you said about going out and just meditating or just hanging out? It's yeah, I love it. It's great. I love. It. I do it like two or three times a day if I can. Good for you. If I'm working, I'll, I'll make time for it. Doesn't matter. Break away. My impression of your personality is that if you don't decompress, you're going to squash somebody's head like a bug. Mm-hmm. And first, it'll be yours, and yeah. then anybody around you. Mm-hmm. So with decompression, meaning time that you can be introspective and kind of take a good look at yourself and reset yourself, mm-hmm. then you direct your attention to the things that truly need it, yep. rather than the things that would pull you away from your, your direction and your goal. Mm-hmm. Somebody told me this once, and I really loved it. They said, if you go after things in life that are material. And I don't have a problem with that because I still search for material things Me too. too. But it's not my main priority. Mm-hmm. But if it becomes your main priority, he said it was like following a setting sun. You would run towards the sun as it's set. Mm-hmm. And of course the earth is round unless you're one of those in- flat. Inter- interesting flat earthers, which I'm not. Sorry if you're out there that I think you're a nut. I'm sorry, but you can stop listening to my podcast now if that bothers you. Uh, so, But the thing is, you run for it and you get a quick glimpse of it if you can run fast enough and then it disappears and it keeps disappearing because it's going to keep disappearing mm-hmm. and you're going to keep running after it and you're never going to catch it. Nope. Wouldn't it make more sense while you look to the west as it sets? Once it sets, turn your chair to the east and watch it come back up. Mm-hmm. You don't have to drive yourself insane. Nope. But you have to be aware that it's going to come back up in X amount of time, 12 hours. Yep. Here it comes. Oh, did you get to enjoy it all day? Yep. And then when it goes down, you can enjoy the evening hours knowing it's going to come back. Mm-hmm. Quit chasing shit that you're trying to always get. Or at least if you chase it, know that you already have what you need so you get to come home. Mm-hmm. And when you come home, you get to decompress. Mm-hmm. So that leads me to my last question for you. What is your home life like and where are you living right now? So currently I'm in Worcester. Uh, my parents have covid so I'm not in uh, I'm not in Hudson, but okay. it's uh, all, it's not all over the place. But you know, it brings me out of that not tempo, but because I'm still dialed in. But um, you know that that environment and stuff. Right. So uh, yeah, I'm living in Hudson, but right now I'm in Worcester at my cousin's condo. But I don't miss like I'm still pushing hours, the gym six days a week, eating right. Yeah. You know, not much has changed other than logistics. Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah, that's it's really it a small pimple, right? Mm-hmm. It's just an irritation. Control. I'm always in control. Yeah. Of what I can be. My thoughts. Isn't that the key? Yeah. I couldn't have control of anything else, but what I do with it is my, you know, that's my yeah. control right there. Yeah. And in the past, has your thoughts been all over the freaking place? Sometimes. Yeah. When I was lost. Yeah. 
I'm that sure. was my point when yeah. you weren't sure where you were going. Yeah, exactly. Social media, I always played into like that, but now social media ain't shit. Yeah. You know, I just, people still see it. It doesn't matter if they like it or not because right. people are scrolling up and down endlessly. Constantly. Constantly. Oh so God. just, you know. What happens to their brain? I mean, I, I know because I've been watching it for years. <laughs> you know. But yeah. I'm like, it really does fry their cortex. It gets them oh, to God. think about certain patterns and the patterns become strengthened. Mm-hmm. One thing about the human brain it has so many different connections that those connections, if they used consistently, then they become increasingly efficient. Mm-hmm. But if they're not used quite a bit, then they back off. If you're older than 25, I'll say, and you've had mathematics in your college or high school education, can you still do calculus today? I I've took four calculuses at WPI. I don't even know how to spell the word. I don't even know what it means anymore because those I don't use it. Yeah, I don't need to use it. It's nope. not a piece of what's going to keep me going. But it was a piece that got me to where I am. Mm-hmm. So I always have to be understand that even though there are things <clears throat> that I look at today in somebody else that seem so rudimentary and silly. Well, that was me once, mm-hmm. but it was a necessary process to go through to get to the next level, to the next level. And how many levels do you think there are? They don't uh, end. Unlimited, Unlimited, right? yeah. Unlimited. How long are you going to live? Yeah. I don't know. Could what die you, tomorrow. Right? I mean, you have a dream, I assume, right? We all do. Why not have five? Yeah. But the one that you're going to work on is the one that you need now. Mm-hmm. The one that you want to work on right now. Mm-hmm. Then you go for it. And then as it develops and it's happening, you couldn't have a secondary dream that goes with it? Let's say you make $100 million in your business ventures. Then you started a foundation, like the Cam Neely House, right? Cam Neely comes out. He plays hockey for the Bruins. He's an amazing individual. He becomes the president of the Bruins. He wins uh, as a as a uh, owner or president of the team. He wins the cup. Mm-hmm. He gets to experience that. And then he's giving back to families that can bring their... Uh, their children into the uh, cancer hospitals and Dana-Farber and all that stuff. He's got this beautiful house where everybody can stay for free. It's never ending. Right, it's another dream. And then you begin to pony off that and other people see your dream and they have a dream and they want their dream to be in accordance with yours because they seem like they're a match. Mm -hmm. Before you know it, you've got yourself a team of people that see it in ways that others don't. Mm -hmm. And I would suggest that they're not on effing Facebook. No. Sorry, people. Can't be. You know, when you're making moves, you don't have time to scroll. <laughs> and, I, and I told you earlier that I, you know, it's your anybody's opinion to be on Facebook if you want. Of course. And, and I get that. But if you're struggling in your life, don't be. Get off Facebook. Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, anything. Yeah. Bumble, t- Bumble, Tinder, get off of it. It's hard to get off, Siraj, isn't it? Tough. I mean, it's an addiction. Yeah, it's an addiction. It's a dopamine addiction. Yeah. So, you know, my friend had said to me, why don't you go work for Facebook? I know they're paying up to 250K for neuroscientists like yourself who could help teach them about how to work their algorithms in relationship to dopamine secretion. Mm -hmm. So dopamine is secreted by specific neurons in the brain at specific times. It activates specific regions of the frontal lobe called the nucleus accumbens, which is associated with how we feel. Mm -hmm. And it's associated with addiction. And what drives it? Dopamine. So they know exactly how to drive that system at what time of the day, what product to to get you with, Mm -hmm. how to censor the shit out of you so you don't get to see stuff that would interrupt that whole pattern they're trying to develop because it all comes down to dollars and cents. Yep. It's like, holy, that sounds pretty sinister. Well, wake up, people. That's what's happening. That's what's happening. Yep. They're censoring major newspapers. Mm -hmm. The next thing is this country's going to go upside down and we're going to go, huh? And even if it does, all right, I don't want to get in that conversation, Mm -hmm. but what if it does? I'm still in control. Yep. I'm still in control. Mm-hmm. I got a passport to Italy. I'm way ahead forward thinker. I thought of this 10 years ago. Yeah. I'm out of here. If yeah. I need to leave, I'm not going to threaten the world or anybody. But if this guy right here sitting in this podcast needs to leave, I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. Same with me. Yeah. But so, if I don't and I can fight it and I can make something here, 
well, I don't want to leave America. I love the United States of America. Of course. I, you know, when I see that flag, I feel incredible. Mm-hmm. And I feel like other people do. I'm not kneeling for anybody. Mm-hmm. I'm kneeling for, you know, for G-O-D, as a lot of people would say. Mm-hmm. I just, that's how I feel. And if you feel different, that's okay. But I'm not going to hurt you in the interim, right? No. We can dialogue it. We can talk it out. Yeah, communicate. We can communicate. Yeah. Oh, God God forbid. By the way, you didn't tell me if you're in a relationship now. No, no, I'm chilling by myself. You know, I got out of that long-term relationship. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> nothing's um, popped up since the t- last time I saw you. Then no, um, they no, nothing's popped up. Okay. But you know, I'm chilling. I'm in my own bubble. I like my own space. So you know, if you if you need a you need a boy to help you out, you let me know. <laughs> yes, sir. always, always. <laughs> they'll all be. That's why you know they'll see your picture and they'll be like, "He's re-. my sister." Goes, "He's really handsome." <laughs> I said, "Yes, he is." I mean. I get approached, you know, because like they see the authenticity and you know where I'm going, where my head is. But yeah, I'm just I like my own space right now. Yeah, I'm chilling. Place to be. Yeah, yeah. But you don't. Um, really, we never really get to choose who we love anyway, right? No, it just happens. Time. Yeah, time. When it's your time. Yeah. If, if your time is to be happened, or supposed to happen, then it will. And exactly. if it doesn't, then so be it. Yeah, I'm yeah. chilling. Yeah, take it as you as it comes. Exactly. Yeah. A lot of people are rushing to settle down and stuff, but me. Yeah. Just, and for uh, what? For what? Yeah, if I'm if I'm rushing, I'm just gonna make sure it's the right person at least. Yeah, what are we rushing for? Yeah, because your mother says, "When are you gonna give me grandchildren?" Yeah, when are you get married, <laughs> right? you're tired of hearing the family say, "Like, well, why are you still single? What's wrong with you?" Uh, yeah, yeah, nothing's yeah. wrong with me. I just haven't found someone to match my energy. That's right. And then when you do, and that person compliments and completes, you, exactly, it's, it's a good thing. Hey, it is it's beautiful. We're coming up on 25 years married, and uh, oh, congrats! Yeah, it's good. Beautiful. I, you know, I love my life. I yeah. love my my family and. Mm-hmm. You know, is it easy every day? Of course not. But that's what anything that's worth having is worth battling for. Of course, 100%. And, and there's a lot of ugly energy in the world today. And yep. we got to keep ourselves on track. And maybe a podcast like ours hopefully gives somebody something to think about of all the silly things we've talked about. I know, today. I hope so. <clears throat> I really look forward to uh, seeing the development, especially the podcast, because we're podcasting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come along you brought me on my bubble. So. See? Yeah. <laughs> now you're out here and you're yeah. just going for it? Yeah. What about the boys? We should get them on sometime. Yeah, why not, actually? Would they? Yeah, they would. All right. Well, 100%. I'm calling both. What are their names again? Josh and Zach. Josh and Zach, I'm calling you both out. The next <laughs> Sorry, time, guys. Next time we podcast, you, the four of us, We'll do a podcast here. Yeah. And then we'll have a little break the ice with all of us. We'll have a good laugh. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I look forward to being part of at least one or two of your podcasts. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll have a little bit of fun doing it at the same time. Thank you, Dr. P. Yeah. Listen, it's been so awesome spending this time with you again. And um, when your podcast comes up, I'm going to push it like crazy. So thank you. Uh, all the best to you and, and the boys. And uh, we'll do this again soon. Appreciate it. All right, brother. Take it easy. You too. Bye.